your fundamental role in life is to be you and to express your uniqueness in a way that meets something that is called for in the context you live within. I want to do something to facilitate the healing of landscapes on a broader scale. I guess I just want to put my skills to better use is what I'm trying to say. I'm forming a livelihood in which I'm collaboratively supporting others to heal community and the broader landscape. Sounds, that's, sounds like what I want to do for sure. I run advanced design courses and over the years there's a common theme to what people say they want out of these courses at the start, which is they want to be more confident <laughs> in culture mm. design. And so I write that down, confident, 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 you know, every other person mentions it. And I make the point that, in my opinion, one of permaculture's greatest downfalls is overconfidence. Greetings and welcome back to the Making Permaculture Stronger podcast. This is your host, Dan Palmer. This is episode 38, which is a continuation of the conversation I started with Simon Marshall, permaculture designer for some years, where we heard a little bit about his history with permaculture, about some of the challenges he's been facing and questions he's been asking in his current practice, and um, a little bit about what he's aspiring toward. And uh, in this continuation, I'll be asking questions and seeking to deepen and clarify my grasp, my understanding of where he's striving to head. One thing I want to stress is that I use this idea of function being in will, as you'll hear, to kind of theme or format the conversation. I want to let you know that I've changed my mind about that and I would approach that differently in future, just so that no one runs off and thinks that's you know, the way Dan Palmer approaches these things, it was an experiment, and I've learned some stuff that I'll share at the end about how I'll um, how I'll take a different tack moving forward. Let's jump right on to where I left you hanging last time. Thanks so much to Simon for being part of this, and I'll catch up with you at the end. So as, as I start or continue to immerse in the whole situation, one high-level distinction is that rises for me is between where you are now, what you're doing now, and what your kind of heart is, is reaching for. Mm-hmm. And both of those things are super relevant, of course, because where you are now is where you are now. So that's where you'll be taking steps forward from. And where your heart is calling to you from, in a sense, where your future self, who's taken some of these steps, is calling you from, you know what I mean? (laughs) That's super relevant as well, because that's going to inform the steps you take and and the direction in which you take those steps. What I would be reaching toward is to deepen and clarify both of those two things, where you are, which I actually feel relatively more clear about at this stage, where it is you want to be heading, keeping in mind Carol's refrain that what people, and I think you said it earlier too, what people say they want isn't always necessarily what they want, you know what I mean? Like, not, Don't take it at face value, like do some work there. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying any of this, it all lands as really authentic for me what you said, but It'd be good to go into that more. And I'd be conscious of those questions around what's the whole, what's the essence or uniqueness. One of the primary holes is you as a a person, as a being. What's the potential here? And then I I mentioned the first four of Samford's seven principles of regeneration. The next one is after development is um, thinking about the the different holes you're nested within. So bringing attention to your family, to your community, to the Mm -hmm. landscapes. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you, you, that you as a whole being are nested within. And then from there, moving to this idea of what are the nodal intervention points? You know, where, where are the nodes, which where a node is a constellation of energy in the system. You know, for example, a nodal intervention point in your life might be like the community of parents around the small school your kids go to, you know, or yeah. even, even, even the, 
the way energies come together at pick up and drop off. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. And as we survey the nodes in the situation where the energy is concentrated, start to hone in on where are some great places to, to make interventions, nodal interventions towards shifting the, mm-hmm. the, the system in regenerative directions. And as those nodal interventions get made over time, the seventh of Sanvin's principles is this idea of um, building a regenerative field, like a field of authentically regenerative energy where you're regenerating yourself and, and it's happening at different levels and, and a team is emerging, all that kind of stuff. Sound good? Yep. Okay. So let's dip back into the kind of the where you want to be stuff, the, yeah. the, the desire stuff. And maybe what we'll do is look to, toward theming that. So I've written a few notes and I'll just, I'll just sort of scan those and a strong overall sense I had from you was the sense of wanting to, wanting to more fully step into your potential, you know, the sense that I could be doing a lot more. I could, you know, I could be yeah. offering a lot more to my communities and the landscapes I'm part of and possibly feeling that increasingly with, like you mentioned, the bushfires and just sort of the... Yeah. I've always felt that uh, yeah. and... I've always had a strong connection with rural landscapes. Like I, as a kid, I grew up in the city, but I was often off people's farms and that was kind of where I felt like I wanted to be. And I'm now having moved out to the country, I'm like, right, I'm ready to engage with, with these landscapes, but I'm finding it difficult to, um, anyway, you yeah. go on, I'm, I'm finding it difficult to engage clients or know yeah. how to and, and know what, I'm, what my own limits are and who I, who I really am in this, my role. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a cool thing to hone on, just the fact that you, you've you moved, your life has moved to a rural area and you'd like your work to move with yes. you, you know, because you're totally. still doing a lot yeah. of commuting back to Melbourne and right. yeah. out of necessity, whereas you'd love to build um, work out yeah. there. And, then, and just another little sub item that you touched on there, which I think is really important, is the whole conversation around how you get projects happening, how you get work and the kinds of people you you work with you know yeah. and, and how that can be navigated so you're not in some of the same basically what, what one distinction i felt as you're talking about what's going on now is that that sense well when you go on as a consultant for an hour or two you feel like on top of your game you're like you're adding value the whole thing is fluid and dynamic um, but then sometimes when those elevate to uh, master plans or you know, design situations yeah some of those issues creep in and, and the whole the transaction can move to a space of, well, we're paying you as an external expert to sell us this thing called a design, which right. as anyone who listens to this podcast knows there's some inherent difficulties built into that whole way of framing yeah. um, what design is. So, as you say, so many people I've interviewed, including myself, have come to realize there's some serious flaws or issues with that whole approach um, that reveal themselves after some years. And, and initially, a lot of us think it's something wrong with you know what we're doing, but... And we, and we can come to realise, no, we need to sh- shift the whole, whole deal. I always wanted to design with implementation in mind. I mean, I started out physically building landscapes before I was designing them. So yeah. I always wanted to that to be the case. But and it, and it was when I was when I was implementing them myself. Um, and then I find you know there's a big DIY culture that's come out of I don't know television and I don't know what, but. Yeah, I feel like that has influenced that as well. Like people sort of think they can do everything themselves as well. So it's that's at odds with the the expert. I mean, everyone as much as they they want you to come. That's the other problem I find is people want you to come in as the expert, but other people want to tell you that they're the expert. Yeah. <laughs> kind of feel 
you know, took away your ideas as well. So that <laughs> I don't know. I know that vibe. I remember that vibe well. After yeah. it's one partner relationship, they effectively want you to affirm and validate their ideas and draw, yeah. draw up their ideas. Exactly. Um, yeah. So they can say, see, told you that's what we should have done. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a very common scenario. All right. So, yeah, that's, 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 that's a useful thing to hone in on. Part of this is the, there's the, you know, the pressing reality of your, you're part of a young family and there's um, the financial viability. That's, that's pretty clear. That has to be part of the mix. So you've got to be communicating your value and, Obviously, if this if this stuff that your heart's drawn to do is not aligned with making money, then that's not going to cut it. Yes, so another major one is the is the sense that you the growing sense you have of you want to be part of a team of, of people that are complementing each other and and working with each other. As you were saying that before, I remember I love I love the line from Joel Glansberg from Regenesis talking about how they always work in peers the idea is that hopefully they're not both asleep at the same time you know that they don't just sort of go yeah, unconscious yeah. and back into habitual patterns that the one that's still awake or that or that wakes up after a nap then notices the other one's asleep and gives them a slap <laughs> I, I, I love that idea not that, that was what you you meant there's a lot more to it than that just the joy and the the, the potential of, of complementary skill sets coming together and you asked about how, how how might I see that working? Given that I know something about you and your um your essence. Okay, so that you know that, that's a that's a pretty good sort of set of forces at play, or um and by all that I just mean different influences in the realm of where you'd like to be heading. Yeah. One thing I feel like would be useful, the sense I have is is rather than just sort of naming those, and you know, and it, it'll be good to discuss and. and go into them a little bit but it'd be good to hit to have something we're heading towards which to me would make what would make sense is a statement of purpose you know some sort of yeah. um, statement and one format that's that i've been finding really useful and, and as you're sharing i think it's really relevant here is to make sure it encompasses the three dimensions of, of function you know what do you want to be doing being had well let's let's I've, I've started to take them in this order what do we want to be doing well you know what and, and I'm sure all the listeners and myself, we could feel that will in you, like the awakening of will, of, of deep motivation, of, of, of the sense of your own, developing your own potential to, to move in these directions. And so if we clarify that will and some aspects at least of the function, then the question is the being like, who do you need to be and who do you need to be becoming in order to move towards that will and to, to do what you need to do to, so that, that can't be a bad place to start and, and the conversations that lead up to it be pretty pretty interesting mm-hmm. where we and i mean maybe, maybe we could we could sort of aim to play around with an initial draft that the, and then we and then we quit and say well that's a session and then sure. you, can, you can sit with that um and bounce it around and sh- you know check it against others and, and and get it really resonating and then when we come back we're in a pretty good place right to move forward cool okay so based on what you've said maybe maybe i'll just sort of lead you through that process i should check first have you got have you already got well, actually no don't even i don't even need to know i don't need, don't even tell me increasingly these days even when people yeah. say oh yeah that's great we've already done that dan i say yeah. great put it away well, <laughs> let's yeah, have okay. a session and almost always they never get it out again or they get it out to show me and say oh, we're so glad we started fresh because what what yeah. emerged from our conversation it hits the spot better than than the thing we'd previously crafted tell me though do you have something I haven't got on the top, off the top of my head a um, statement of purpose for myself. I've got ones that I've made for various things over the yeah. time. We're using holistic, but just reading my notes from this morning, I think 
and I've already said them to you, I seek to be authentic in my dealings with people and the requirements of their landscapes. Like that just came out after me reflecting on a bunch of stuff. So I think that's probably useful. And then all those other things I mentioned, I guess. In the role, I really liked thinking of, because I agreed with, I think it was Carol saying that, you, you know, when people talk about what is my purpose and she's like, you, you don't have one or something. And I, oh, yeah, yeah. One of the things that also drives me crazy is people talking about, I'm trying to figure out my life purpose. You know what I say to them? You do not have one. <laughs> like you really have a role. You have a role. Like I feel like people have this idea of destiny and stuff, and I don't really believe in that in a sense. I'm, but I really get that idea of your role and, and being a part of something bigger, like yeah. a really yeah. important. Just a, note, a side note is that I see that, for me, what she meant when she talks about role it relates to what, Ben Haggard meant when he talked about potential, you know, your, your role in a sense is your fundamental role in life is to be you and to express your uniqueness in a way that meets something that is called for in the context you live within. Totally, yeah. And then you get, I don't know, job satisfaction for want of a better term. Like you, yeah. you feel, oh, yeah. you have, you yeah, feel yeah. like you have a purpose. Yeah, um, you, you, you feel you're coming more alive and you that sense of deep fulfillment, all, all those other things, you know, all, the, all that good stuff. All yeah. those positive feelings, deep feelings are, are, are byproducts. Yeah. And it's hard, to, it's hard to feel those authentically and reliably if not there's anything I shouldn't pick on people who operate leaf blowers for a living. <laughs> but, you know, for most people that even if they do, they see it as a transitional thing. Okay, so what I might do, uh, I've, just, I've just made a few, three headings and we'll just start to chuck some stuff underneath each. So you've mentioned authentic a few times, particularly in terms of I want to be authentically dealing with or engaging others. So, I mean, I take it what you mean by that is that you, you want to be showing up as you. And yes. um, now, authentic is something you be, right? Authentic is, I, I'm being authentic. I'm not doing authentic yeah. or willing authentic. So let's put that in there as a draft um, candidate for the being aspect of the statement, authentic. And we, let's just scan the rest and just see what falls out where. So I mean, you did mention the livelihood aspect of it, and making a living is something you do. So, we'll, mm. you know, I'll, we'll put it in there just, just to, we might not mention it explicitly, but we may well, you know, maybe the function may be around, I'm making my livelihood by da da da, whatever. The authentic we've got in being, you talked about bringing, I love that phrase, bringing my essence into form, you know, you're manifesting mm. it, actualizing it, bringing my essence into, into the spaces I'm, I'm in. For, for so many of us, we go through life sometimes out of touch with the essence but even if, even if we're in touch with that essence that's that's one thing but if we're not expressing it day to day it's it's both that's the hence carol's thing it's like what's the whole what's the essence and what's the potential of, of that essence to express itself and then the hard work of actually developing it which is it which is work but anyway bring your essence so tell me is is there a difference between authentically engaging with the world and others and bringing your essence into form are they different ways of saying the same thing or is there something more for you um yeah i think they're definitely almost the same thing it, yeah i guess i guess from it's it's that bringing into form that differentiates it for me so mm -hmm. The authentic is something you're being, and then the form is something that manifests from that being. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the essence and the authenticity are probably same. Um, I like the word integrity too, in terms of mm -hmm. the form. Um, have, the form should have integrity. Yeah, it's an interesting integrity. 
Because in a sense, integrity is about, yeah, the form being authentic to yes. context or whatever. But I'll, I'll put that in there. And like integrity is, I'd <clears> say, <throat> it's like if it sits anywhere, it's a being state. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And the forming essence into form. You know, I thought potentially that could that could be captured in the function aspect. You know, like in the sense of I'm, I'm forming a, a livelihood with the team or whatever it ends up being. The team aspect around, um, well, how would you put it? You know, co collaboration or yeah, being not not being a uh, being not being alone in this. Like, and, and, and a way of tapping into a role. So. It's acknowledging that that everybody has a different role in, in a situation, and that, um, like you were saying, sometimes you you when you're one person sleeping, the other person might be awake. I think there's just mm. that that gives it integrity, gives it some resilience. I guess you know, diversity is creates resilience more often than not. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just make a note of team and the function bit. Here I'll show you. I mean, this is just this is what I'm doing. <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> Yeah, and because once we've got it, then I can sort of review it, and then you can have a, you can have a crack at bringing them together. So, so there's the healing landscapes at a broader scale. It seemed like that was pretty fundamental. Like, you know, like from what you were saying, I can't imagine you not doing that as part of this mix. Yeah. Would that be true? Like, could you could you imagine any scenario, image any scenario where you're, well, you're working in a team, you're making a livelihood, you're being authentic. And you and you weren't actually working in landscapes like you suddenly you find yourself consulting to organizations or something like that or do you really feel like no i'm a landscape person i need to um it's interesting i i do feel like like you said with the consultant consultancy process more often than not i'm, I'm working with relationships I mean, inevitably you're working with relationships and things anyway but yeah i guess as far as my the foundation of my knowledge and everything that i've built it on is land based or landscape based so i feel like that's my best leverage point but i i am dabbling in a few other more individualistic pro projects like i've got this shiitake mushroom thing that i'm building and potentially working on a farm as well orchard work and so potentially i could just retreat away from all this and just work on smaller projects that was one other avenue that i felt like i could go down in, in Say I, say I decided not to, to sort of, I guess one thing I, I, I was questioning was how much of this is actually just a product of my ego rather than what's best for the world at large or how, how much of those things, two things are at odds. Mm. Something I grapple with a bit, mm. and, you know, like, do I really need to go and do all this world saving work? <laughs> I mean, not, um, you know, and not that it would be um, necessarily on that scale, but, chipping away at that um but yeah there's a part of me that sort of thinks just just go and do something in your local area that's you know keep food on the table and keep you happy and mm. not try and overreach and sort of mm -hmm. yeah like i'm always encouraging like in my mind I'm, I'm 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 directing people towards sort of less uh uh what's the word um Anyway, I've, I've lost my train of thought, but I, working towards less... Um, ambitious. Or... Ambitious is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. So... This is good. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. So that's then... like, I guess that's like my fallback plan in a sense. It's like if this doesn't work, I've got other things that I can fall back on. So it does feel like a bit of a concession. If the, if the healing large landscapes doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... and 
but it's also like it's it's the um it's the material side of things it's the more practical side of things versus the more meta um design side of things it's like the 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 mushroom thing is tied in like there's um the orchard thing it's all tied in it's all practical things that you can physically do that people will need to do in order to do these big big ideas yeah. that we're talking about it takes yeah. physical work and you've yeah. got to know how to do that and one yeah. thing I'm very aware of is that like like learning for me like learning to landscape before I designed was really valuable and um, there's a saying I don't know learn must first learn to serve before you can rule that kind of idea. So again, you must learn to must first learn to serve before you can rule. All oh, right, yeah. Or um, yeah, those type. They're sort of just being being humble in in the way you live and and that that has huge benefits to society as well so anyway i guess those are the two juxtapositions i sort of yeah yep i just chucked humble and is it you know just just as a note in the being but i don't i put from knowing you i don't know if i don't have the sense that humility is going to be a you know your your biggest challenge (laughs) (laughs) one one thing that came up for me as you're talking just just sort of the image that came up for me which i think is relevant is around I mean, and part of this goes to background knowledge I have of you, which is you're an incredible father. You're you're part of a beautiful, tight-knit uh, and community-oriented young family. Point being that I've seen you thriving in a, in, a, in a community that can really accommodate diverse people. And to me, that is that there's something around, whether it's your essence or the essence of your family, that has that ability. So the image I was getting was around being just really healthy, synergistically collaborating or contributing members of a of a local community of face-to-face community and and as you're talking i could see all oh, right yeah because part of that could be you're, you're doing the mushrooms or you're doing micro enterprises yourself or in, in collaboration with others that are feeding into the bigger projects where, mm-hmm. where you, what you're doing is supporting others to, to heal the landscape yeah okay so we've got some candidates for the what you're doing i mean m- maybe i can put together what comes to mind from these notes and you can crash test it and, and make it your own and we can do that for function and being and then there's nothing in this fundamental will space yet which you can then have a crack at does that sound all right yeah so fundamental will the will as well, we'll come back to that we'll work our way up to that because that's that's right. that's bill reed calls it the purpose of the purpose you know it's, it's okay. the idea being that unless you can tap into or carol samba talks about awakening will a, a um, why? Is this a why in a holistic? Well, it's the why of the why. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the why of the yeah, why. well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You could say that. Like, function is function is what you're doing. Yeah. Um, being in a sense is, I guess, uh, how you're doing it. The, yes. the kind of energy yeah. you're bringing to what you're doing. Yeah. And the will yeah. is the why you're doing it, and, and why why you're even motivated to be and to becoming what you need to be becoming in order to to do it. It's like what's yeah. the what's the real yeah. deep yep um, calling you feel. I mean, do you want do you want to have a crack at speaking to that now? Um, no. <laughs> That's good. It's 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 a it's one of those situations where fools rush in where angels fear to tread. It. You know, a little bit like it's a it, it mm. starts it's it should have a, a, a sacredness to it or, or a real deep resonance to it. So let's we'll we'll work our way up to it. Cool. Um, so with function, or well, the flavors that I was picking up on were coming together around something like you know what what are you doing? You are forming let's say something like you're forming a shape to your livelihood where you're collaboratively supporting others to heal the broader landscape. And as I say that, I almost want to put something in about 
because you are a relationship person and you, you, you know, you're about community as well. And of course, as you've alluded to, landscape doesn't get healed unless communities coming along for the ride. So I don't, my sense would be to something, you know, something like I'm, I'm forming a shape to my livelihood where I'm collaborating or collaboratively supporting others um, to heal or to you might even go for something like regenerate community and landscape or something like that. To what extent did what I just said resonate in your body? Like, does it feel it's in the right point? I, I was kind of thinking as I was um, listening, I was thinking back on what I had just said because the way it's interesting hearing you say back what I've said and, and, and put it in a context. And I, I was kind of lost in that process a little bit there. So I, mm. I might have missed the detail of what you're asking. <laughs> well, it's, that's good. It's fine. Um, it's, it's positive but, and healthy. And it's good. It's good to, I'm just reminding myself to slow down and to, and to be present to my own sure. being, being state and yours as we move forward. And, and, and there'll be things, you know, there'll be moments where it's, yeah, th- those will give us clues. But do you, let me let me say it again, and you yeah. just monitor how, it, yeah. how what it does inside you. Um, in, in terms of, it's kind of like a one of those games where it's like warmer, warmer, warmer. You know, it's like we, we at least want to be getting warmer and and yeah. eventually hot. I'll say it in first person as if it was you. I'm forming a livelihood in which I'm collaboratively supporting others to heal community and, and the broader landscape. Sounds that's what it sounds like what I want to do for sure. I kind of I do like the 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 I'm forming you know it's that idea of it's it's emerging that's yep. that's what you're doing it's not like yep. you're just stepping from one profession yep. to another you are you you're you're organically evolving teasing out discovering livelihood uh, forming livelihood I wonder if I guess it has to be livelihood but livelihood um, primarily in a sense that's not mm-hmm. where I'm coming from is it it's it's it would be a nice um it's all i've always looked at it as and maybe this is part of the problem as you know like the money you earn is a nice side effect to what you're doing yeah maybe it needs to be more prominent in my intention to be actually more profitable but that's not the way i've always thought about it. i've always sort of been had the opinion if you come at things from a from your essence or your from your true self then the money will come and mm. I, that's probably a bit of a fallacy um oh come on let's not do that. <laughs> I don't know. let's not let's not break any hearts out there <laughs> yeah. no i mean I, no i i, I that, that no, for me, resonates for me in my journey on my journey i mean well i, I get, maybe it's possible but i think you know the, the possibilities for finding a place where you're authentically expressing your essence and the, the fact that puts you in a powerful place to, to generate and share value with the world you know yeah. there's, there's, there's high high scope for finding a um, a way of doing that that means you're provided for yeah people do i mean I, I see that and that's what that's what i want i guess I, I i do see that i see oh people are doing these great things and um they feel really good about it and they're and they're they're living you know without the stress of financial ruin <laughs> yeah 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 so th- i mean this is good and that was a probably a little revealing moment too in the sense that when we get to the will piece and, and maybe the being as well You've revealed a very common human tendency, which is that um, a bit of you know doubt, or is is, is it mm-hmm. even really possible to live the dream, or probably it won't work out, or whatever else. And of yeah. course, those are all fear. Yeah, yeah. Well, fear is a wonderful thing. Um, but you, yeah. you you don't want to kind of you know sabotage the potential before it's even started to reveal itself, or something like that. That initial point you made was brilliant. I think about in the way I'd I'd phrased it, the livelihood piece comes really early on, and is 
like you mm. say, really, you could flip it around maybe at the very least where it's about I mean, maybe even there's something around I'm, I'm, I'm expressing, I'm authentically expressing myself or I don't know. But you're, you're collaborating in healing community and landscape with the livelihood aspect. Yep. Um, That's it. Yeah. Comes out of, I mean, as you describe your situation, it is, it is still potentially something you'd mentioned, but maybe it comes afterwards. I'm not sure. But anyway, I mean, I can I can send this through and and you can crash test it and, and and evolve it and maybe that's how we start next time is with with where you take it which might be somewhere completely different. Just I mean, this is a very point. valuable conversation we're having for me though and, and uh, for the this process I feel like yeah it might I, it might take a while to work through this and I feel like talking about it's really helping. Hmm, right. I think the con- what's come out in that last conversation is the confidence is a big issue in here for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that. I don't know if you can help me with that, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been a problem ongoing. So, I mean, I think it's a really a topic that's relevant to a lot of people. So maybe let's let's come back to that because yeah, that's yeah. a rich it's a rich one. I've got a few thoughts I can share about that. So remind me if I don't. I've just made a note of it. So hopefully I remember. I just do a big arrow. Cool. Um, so I think that's a good place to get to with a you know a, a start on function, which is often I mean that Regenesis suggests as as a starting sort of way of formatting it that can evolve however it needs to is that this is what what i'm doing so you know i'm i am forming or Mm -hmm. the project exists too in this case it's not a specific project and then then it segues into being with in a way that is so right currently we have you're doing that stuff you're collaborating with others in beautiful ways to heal community and landscape and along the way a a livelihood is is happening um that sounds good in a way that and then we have the being states. I'm just one thing I'm sitting with is when you, because we had authentic integrity and, and humble. I almost want to get rid of humble because I don't, you know, like I was saying, I think, mm, I think no, it's no. just such a, it's, you don't need to remind yourself to be humble. But yeah, I, I don't think it needs to be in there. Um, yep. Great. So we've got authentic integrity in a, in a way that's authentic. I mean, but there's part of me that wants to have the word authentic in the function statement for some reason, you know, like, I'm, mm. I'm authentically collaborating or whatever and maybe there's something else that wants to happen in the being space like like in and you know what i reckon we might do is is we'll float that possibility that the word authentic comes into function and we leave the being space empty for now and then and then move to will because i like the idea that once you've got a certain amount of clarity about will and function you can come back to or oh, you know what, what what are the key things i need to be and be becoming in order to to do this stuff towards this this deeper end Oh, well, why don't we have the confidence conversation? We'll start that and then come back to Will. The self-confidence thing is very interesting, and particularly in permaculture. One, one reason is that, well, I'll tell you a quick story, which is I, I run advanced design courses, and over the years, there's a common theme to what people say they want out of these courses at the start, which is they want to be more confident in permaculture <laughs> design. And so I write that down, confident, confident, confident. You know, every other person mentions it. And I make the point that, in my opinion, one of permaculture's greatest downfalls is overconfidence. <laughs> that a real issue for me is that people come out of PDCs and whatever else, including myself as a very good yeah. case study with all this confidence, it's not backed by competence, you know? And so when we dive into that, what, what, what we get to is people realize, Oh yeah, I actually like, like I want to, I want to grow my confidence as a byproduct or a result of actually gaining competence, you know, becoming a more competent designer or competent, whatever. And I like the idea that the, the fundamental way that we build confidence and self-confidence is through evidence mm. you know what i mean it's like we can't think our way to being more confident we can't and if we try and wait until we've got more confidence before we do anything we never do anything 
it's taking steps and pulling stuff off well and look then looking backwards and saying shit that that went pretty well like i actually off, i generated some value there blah 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 i learned some stuff i'm entitled to feel a little bit more confident you know because i've got some evidence and, and so on mm-hmm. um yeah but, you know it's a, it's a way of framing the whole conversation how do we how do we think about where confidence sits and maybe that's a conversation we can continue to have and, and if we keep chatting over weeks or months we can we can track that because you know as you've mentioned it's it's a block at the moment it, it actually prevents you from it gives you fear that can can stop you from taking steps towards the stuff you know you really want to to be doing yeah hmm. okay will let's chat a bit about will and then we'll wrap it up so that's the purpose of the purpose one thing that would feel right for me probably is that if we do we leave it and it's something you sit with and this is the real I mean, I'll give you a few different ways of framing it and keep in mind my understanding of these things is, is evolving. I'm actually halfway through watching a, another one of Carol Sanford's presentations where she, she's taking us deeper into them. But for me, Will is, Bill Reed, as I said, talks about it being the purpose of the purpose. And one way I like to think about it is it's, which I think comes from Joel Glansberg and spending time with him, is that Will wants to touch on what positive ripples of influence can you envisage or image this whole thing rippling out into the world mm. how, how can you see you doing this stuff and being these ways positively contri- contri- contributing to the healing of the, the the holes that you're nested within and the, i think part of the idea is that we're cultural entities we're we're, we're we're not islands and that if everything we do is is about you know ourself at some point we get depressed because it's hard to achieve deep fulfillment unless we we feel like we're giving something, we're contributing something. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a big part of your, your, your mix. So it would be around what is it that really deeply calls to me in terms of the impact I could see myself having on the greater system. And that can include your family, you know, your local community, the school, the colleagues, whatever. I mean, one, one thing they talk about a lot is the three lines of work, which is the immediate whole. So in this context, that would be you and yeah. um, the proximate whole, which might be your family or your immediate community. And then the greater whole, which might be the town you live in or mm. the life shed or bioregion you live in, something like that. So sit, just meditate or sit within that space of what are the kinds of things, the kinds of energies that I'm uniquely drawn to, to contribute to the world. That can be homework and we can, okay. can come back and, and dip into that. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for that. Pleasure. How's this? Because I've made a, we made a decision here. I mean, I've, I've made it and sort of dragged you along for the ride, which is to use this um, way of formatting things. Yeah. Um, which I felt, it'd be good to hear from you in a sec, but I feel it's been useful and I am getting value out of it, regardless of how the thing ends up being phrased, just to focus, because to me, they are different dimensions. Like, like at any moment, we, we are doing some, you know, there's function, there's being, there's will. We're, we're doing something, we're being a certain way, whether we're conscious or unconscious of it. We're always got a certain being state going on and we have this will sometimes again the will is awake sometimes it's asleep and to really pull off the kinds of things that move powerfully in the directions you want to move in all of those three things we need to be you need to be conscious of them what am i doing how am i being what's my will and, and keep them awake and alive and have others like you say in the team <laughs> so you can slap each other and, yeah. and, and, and keep stay awake to these things on the show notes to the second of my episodes with Bill Reed, there's some, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's some examples and, and more stuff around that. Okay. Um, you know, if, if, if you want to, you can go and 
go and take a look at those. Actually, at the moment, as part of the this group, which we should talk about you coming along to and getting part of, okay. I, think we, I think we meet in next Wednesday night. So how do you meet? You meet on this? On Zoom. Yeah. But at the moment, two two people, one in Australia, one in Amsterdam, they've got design projects starting, and that, that was their homework, was to come up with a a function being will statement, a, a statement of purpose. Mm. And the idea is once we've gotten that to a good place, we'll then together we'll support each of us that are, that are going through the process to, to hone an IK. So now, now we've got a, a draft purpose statement. Let's, let's start to think about what the next steps are in the, in the process. Mm -hmm. so could I, be I will I'll check out that um, Bill Reid one. I appreciate your time, man. This is really valuable. Yeah, we could continue for a while. I don't know. It'd be good to at least get to a coherent first draft of a statement. And if we get there, we can't stop there, right? We have to hone in on some stuff, some experiments, some, some potential yep. nodal interventions. This is something I wanted to talk to you about, getting into more specifics. I'm really interested in the water harvesting um, just, and storage design. What do you think about with, with like the fire prevention? Yeah, what do you think about fire Prevention design, which is what something I want to get into, and I, I looked into the grants have that uh, after the fire resource, which is really or before the fire as well. Yeah, and I, I'm really obviously that's something that's very prominent right now in Australia and and in other parts of the world. But I, I don't know whether I can really have an influence on that. But one way I feel like it would be great to explore is is um, a water harvesting and storage design combined with. Uh, a move away from native plantings around properties and really pushing for um, deciduous and, and exotic tree plantings and having lots just having lots of water around houses seems to be I don't know in in the most recent fires but so I know back in historically in, in Australia that has made a difference oh yeah 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 it's huge so I yeah that's something I just as a detail that I want to sort of get out as a as a service i guess is like let's mm -hmm. work out a way to help people design their properties at least the area around their house to be yeah yeah fire resistant and well, that, that sounds awesome i mean this could be a good maybe even next time if we if we develop the statement a bit more and then it comes to okay what are some possible next steps yeah um and that's a beautiful contender for something that where you you can be yourself authentically engaged with people and it can be done in a way that feels more like consultancy than sitting separately with the design well, yeah. well it may involve some of that but in terms of how that meets what's current you know it's like bushfire is super current and this know, stuff yeah. makes sense for other reasons as well yeah yeah let's make sure that maybe the next one we we continue with the purpose a bit and then we move the conversation along cool that'd be great awesome thanks dan pleasure all right, and so that's a wrap on the evolving conversation, and Simon and I are going to uh, record a continuation in the coming week or so. Main thing I wanted to do was, as I said at the start, share some reflections on what I got out of this, what I learned, in particular what I learned about um, how I showed up in the conversation when I was listening to it again. And the big, the big shift or change that's prompted in me is around... Uh, I, I was... Uh, Personally, I was happy with it. I thought it brought value. It was an instance of slowing down and not just taking the stuff Simon um, shared in episode 37 as a given, but fleshing that out a little bit, probing it, kind of poking around and, and finding different dimensions um, and aspects, facets to it. That all felt great to me. 
The thing that didn't feel so great and that I want to shift moving forward is I, I had this sense, and I don't know if you picked it up, that I was kind, there was a degree to which I was imposing this idea of a statement of purpose formatted around function, being, and will. And it was really useful for me to realize this, and I've, I've let go of that. I haven't done that before working with an individual, and I'll talk about a few reasons it's not resonating. The first one, and this was, Simon even mentioned this, is that importance of the difference between a purpose and a role, and the idea that if we think we have some sort of, I don't know, God-given or destiny or purpose in that kind of sense that the unit that is out there that we just need to find and then everything will will light up and you know, our career will take off and all that kind of stuff there, there's there's aspects of that uh, narrative that aren't so useful and I love Carol's point that she doesn't think people have a purpose they have a role to play where where I think part of that is around if you're focused on your own personal purpose it can become a little inwardly focused about me and my purpose um, as opposed to a role which is all about what am I in service of, what greater holes am I in service of. And so that's that's one shift. And it's funny because I've, I've developed and practiced what I call holistic decision making for years, and I'll speak to that in future, future episodes, no doubt. And the core part of that is that when you're dealing with a business or an organization or an event or something, a conference or a workshop, we will put together a statement of purpose um, and increasingly I've been finding it useful quite often to format that in terms of function, being, and will, where the purpose is just the why in Alan Savory from Holistic Management's language, the why does this thing exist, which I find useful and fine, and, and I noticed looking back that's the sense in which I've been learning about applying that from Regenesis. They apply it to projects, not to individual people. For instance, making permaculture stronger's purpose statement is currently formatted this way. It is making permaculture stronger inspires creative exploration and dialogue around permaculture design process function in a way that develops our ability to think and act creatively as a community being to enable permaculture practitioners to affect the large scale systemic change we need well. And the thing is, in all my years of developing and using holistic decision making, which I constantly use daily for so many different projects and, and groups of people and whatever I've long reached the conclusion that you don't have a purpose statement or a why statement for a person or for even for a family or a couple because they they weren't created for a single reason so I personally have a context that has other layers to it but it doesn't have a purpose statement it, it just felt like a forced and false effort to try and condense something as complex as a, as a whole human being into one purpose statement and so I just sort of fell into a trap of trying to apply it to Simon that said I wasn't applying we weren't applying it to Simon as a whole being we we're applying it to let's get clear on you know the direction you want to head in with your career but it's a it's it's a little it's a fine line uh it's a, a slippery slope let's say so so that was a big takeaway and as you'll see in the conversation moving forward I'm going to shift the language you know and um I've just recently learned Another way of approaching this from Carol Sanford, which I find really useful, which is more about direction and aim or intention. And we'll, we'll go into that um, probably in um, the next chat with Simon. Now I want to come to this function being will thing, which is this idea that there's these three fundamental dimensions of existence and that if any of the three are weak or missing, then a project um, or a person's life or whatever, or you know, the success of a meeting you're part of or anything, a podcast episode, um, will fall down 
And I think that's a powerful idea, and I find that really useful. The thing I'm shifting on is rather than trying to kind of fit or even risk forcing someone's wordings around their intentions and aspirations into that structure, I'm shifting more to the real job of a framework, and this is a framework, this the three-term framework, function, being, will, as about questions that I want to be conscious of. And so like to give a simple example, let's say I'm working with a, a client and the client has some kind of aspirations around doing something, whatever it is, creating a farm or an event or whatever, fill in the blank. Um, and they have a very powerful will in the sense of, I want to create this event to have this impact on the world, on, on this, this kind of impact on this part of the world. If they go about doing those things toward that greater intention, and they're an asshole about it, so if they're being an asshole, there's all these ways that the whole thing could collapse. And there'll be things they need to be, and probably that if it's a if if it's an ambitious um, or a bold um, aspiration, they're going to have to become, um, to grow into, and to become more of, to pull the whole thing off. And I think that's very true. And I see a lot of projects where the being state is neglected, and it can be as simple as, oh yeah, we're going to have to be nice to, to each other, or we're going to have to be patient, or we're going to have to be compassionate or empathic or whatever the case may be yeah so I find them really useful in terms of questions so I will, I will stick to I'll keep using those in conversations with people like Simon and myself in other contexts where it's be like okay what's what's strong here what's weak is is there clarity on function is there clarity on will you know what what the doings are toward what they're in service of and what's happening with being this person needs to be confident or they need to be bold or they need to be um, alert, vigilant, diligent, discerning, whatever the case may be. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, those were probably the main things. As I said, apart from that, I felt it was useful. So I'm in a knowledge it was useful. Um, one thing, one thing I also noticed that I'll share is that I sense that I have a greater capability to grow into a space of more gentle provocation, or I don't know if you want to say disruption, rather than kind of jumping in so much and doing a lot of work for Simon in the sense of taking raw material and trying to sharpen it up or, or get, get my head around it, coming back with him with more questions that kind of support him to to shine the light of his attention on uh, maybe aspects of the situation that he might not have or, or that, that kind of thing, aspiring toward that where I'm, I'm more resourcing him to um, go deeper and get clearer rather than attempting to sort of run off ahead and show the way which has some flavors of the kind of expert model that I am interested in departing from and moving more into a space of a, of a co-creator, a facilitator, maybe even like a mentor or coach in some settings. All right, I think those are my main reflections that I want to get off my chest. Thank you for listening, uh, for witnessing this, um, this new experiment, this new direction with the podcast. I've gotten a couple of episodes already recorded with Scott Gallant. I might have mentioned this already on the last episode, but from Costa Rica, where um, that's fantastic, and that that actually does involve him asking a lot of questions of me, which is great. Um, I've I've booked in a conversation with David Holmgren, which I'm really excited about. We've agreed to record a will probably become a couple of episodes where he'll take us through the story of his journey over the decades with permaculture design process, and I'm very excited about that because there's I know, I know there's a lot of the material that he'll share, You just it's not available, you, he hasn't written about it. 
and um, in general there's not a lot of awareness about some of the um, the, fun the fundamental chapters in his design process journey including his relationships with his two main mentors Bill Mollison and Hakai Tane. Okay, I think it's time to wrap this up. Thanks for listening. Um, makingpermaculturestronger.net is where it's at in terms of dipping into the rest of this project. You can support this project if you so desire at uh, what is it? patreon.com slash makingpermaculturestronger. By the way, since the last episode, I've given the website a clean up and added some new videos explaining what the project's about and the Patreon page has been updated. I've renamed all the tiers and, and created some new offerings and community type events recurring gatherings and that's it i think that's it so we'll catch you episode 39